0: And we shall rejoice and be glad in this day. A day designed for me and for you to rejoice in the name of Jesus. I give him praise and glory for watching me as I slept last night. He woke me up and I was clothed and was in my right mind. Can you imagine so many people that woke up this morning that they were not mentally, you know, together? But thank God we were clothed and in our right mind. And that mind was the mind of Christ. The same mind that's in Christ Jesus is the mind that's in us. What a blessing. So we just thank God that we can exalt his name. We can, you know, praise him. We can worship him. We can magnify him. We can let him know how much we love him. We can let him know how much we thank him. Oh, for his goodness, for the Lord is good, and his mercy endureth forever. So I thank God for this day. Many did not make it When they, today, the 1st of November. There were many that went into eternity, some to heaven and some to hell. But thank God. That if you're living today and you have not accepted Jesus as your personal Savior, you have an opportunity to receive him this day. And you will know where you will spend eternity. Because we can know that we are saved and have the assurance of our salvation. So today I'm going to open up reading Psalms. 33. Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. Praise the Lord with harp. Sing unto him with the psaltery and an instrument of ten strings. Sing unto him a new song. Play skillfully with a loud noise. But the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. He loveth righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathereth the waters of the sea together as a heap. He layeth up the depth in storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. For he spake, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught. He maketh the devices of the people of none effect. The counsel of the Lord standeth forever, the thoughts of his heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, and the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. The Lord looketh from heaven, and beholdeth all the sons of men. From the place of his habitation he looketh upon all the inhabitants of the earth. He fashioneth their hearts alike. He considereth all their works. There is no king saved by the multitude of an host. A mighty man is not delivered by much strength. And horse is a vain thing for safety. Neither shall he deliver in it by his great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy, to deliver their soul from death, and to keep them alive in famine. Our soul waiteth for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him, because we have trusted in his holy name. Let thy mercy, O Lord, be upon us, according as we hope in thee. We just thank God for this psalm, a powerful psalm, and it tells us to rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is comely for the upright. And that word comely means that it is suitable it's beautiful, it becometh, you know, praise becometh, you know, uh, the upright, so we thank God because this scripture and this psalm talks about the creation, Uh, it goes right back to Genesis, how God spoke the word, and all he had to do was speak the word, one of the ministers of our church often use this, uh, say this statement, that God's word is voice activated, And we know that he spoke the word when he created the universe, the world, when he even created man, a beast, you know, everything he created, he spoke it. And then he said it was good. And we just thank God, you know, because we see here that we are to give God praise. We are are to give him uh, glory and honor. And then it talks about in verse 17 and horse is a vain thing for safety you know if you think you're going to trust a horse for safety or even man our safety and and, and our protection is in god alone is in god alone and then verse 13 said the lord looketh from heaven he beholdeth all the sons of men and you oftentimes hear this statement that god sits high And he looks low. And thank God he is seated by the right hand of his father, looking down on us, making intercession for us. What a blessing that is. So we just thank God for this psalms today and that hope that the words blessed you as it blessed me. And uh, God is worthy. O ye righteous, said rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for praise is suitable is comely for the upright and then we can also say sing unto the lord a new song you know we can sing uh, uh, to the lord a new song when we sing you know in our prayer language <laughs> and for those that you know that have that prayer language and you can just sing a song unto the lord Father God, I just thank you for the Psalms. I thank you for this opportunity to go and to enter into the throne room of grace to obtain help in a time of need. God, you said, I thank God for the fact that the veil has been rented from top to bottom, that we can enter in where at one point only the high priest could enter in and atone for the sins of men only annually, once a year, but now because of your death, and your burial, your resurrection. God, we can now enter into your throne room. Hallelujah. And we can pray, we can ask, we can give, you know, acts with uh, thanksgiving. We can let our requests be made known unto you. And God, today we are lifting up leaders of nations all over the world, nations and people that are hurting because of, of tyrant leaders, God. Lord, we are praying for those, oh God, Uh, that need Jesus, those that do not believe in God, nations that do not, that that are atheists in their views, well, we're asking and we're praying for them that you would open up blinded eyes and deaf ears. God, we are praying, oh God, for leaders of churches. God, we are praying today for pastors we are praying, oh God, for congregations. We are praying for the body of Christ. And God, as I pray, and as I pray for leaders of nations, I do want to pray for our president, President Biden, his his, his uh, the Congress, the Senate. Lord, we just pray, oh God, that you will direct them, that they will be led by your spirit. And Lord, we ask, oh God, that the things that you do not want to exist in America, Lord, that you will bring about the change. God, only you can do it. We can, we can only put our trust in you to know that you can make all things beautiful in your time. And Lord, we know that whatever is happening, you know about it. It, it didn't take you by surprise. So God, we are lifting up our leaders, our president, our local mayors and governors, Lord, we're asking, oh God, today, we're praying for the sick, the shedding, the poor, the needed, the downcast, the the prostitute, the drug addict, the homeless. God, those that need you, Lord, we are praying that our hearts and our minds will be changed. God, that you're able to give them a heart of flesh. Remove that stony heart, Lord, and give them a heart of flesh. God, we're lifting up our local Assembly Restoration Christian Fellowship Church. We thank God for our senior uh, our assistant pastor pastor Kenneth Jones he's not able to be with us with me today and he's out of town because of his work but we are praying for him for his safety and Lord we just thank God for our ministerial staff our digging board we thank God for our Little Restores Learning Center for every auxiliary of the church. We give you praise and glory. We pray for our community Lord we are asking oh God that you would just you know, continue to touch and to heal and let restoration be a beacon of light in the community. We're praying for the sick. We're coming against the spirit of abortion. We're praying for victims of day and night. Lord, those that are hopeless, God, we are praying that robbers and rapists and murderers and carjackers, home invaders will all be apprehended. Lord, we are praying and coming against the spirit of abortion and the spirit of suicide. People shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. So God, today we are asking that you would touch the elderly. We are asking that you would comfort those that need comforting, those that have lost loved ones. We are praying against war-torn areas in Ukraine and even in Nigeria and other parts of the world that remember may, may not know about and Lord those that have lost their homes due to floods and hurricanes and Lord we are asking that you would be with them Lord to, to restore all these things it takes years and months and Lord they're gonna need your grace they're gonna need your help so Lord be with them and Lord I'll just be so careful to give your name the praise the glory the honor belongs to you in jesus name we pray and i thank god for this time of prayer that i had to uh pray on behalf of others in jesus name amen well praise god praise god i'm still doing a teaching on walking and Our scripture text, I'm just going to read the one verse today, is coming from Psalms 1, and it reads as follows, and it says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, and as I was reading that, the Lord said, read the last verse. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. And we've been doing a teaching on walking. And perhaps tonight what I will be talking about will overlap and we maybe talked about some of the things that uh, in regards to God's commandment before, but how many of you know that we learn by repetition? You know, it, it sometimes we it's good to repeat things because you know uh, we learn through repetition. So tonight I'm going to be reading from um, Deuteronomy twenty six sixteen, and tonight we're going to be talking about uh, obedience. Uh, so it's, it reads as follows. It says, Deuteronomy 26, 16. Well, before I go into the scripture, I want to just make this statement is that obedience comes from the word obey. And obey means to comply with or follow the commands restrictions wishes or instructions of you know we are to obey God first we are to obey our parents we are to obey our employers uh, and, and you know as we work and different things we have to obey so but, but when it comes to obedience we should be obedient wholeheartedly we should be obedient whole. Heartedly. Now, Deuteronomy 26, 16 says, This day the Lord thy God hath commanded thee to do these statutes and judgments. Thou shalt therefore keep and do them with all thine heart and with all thy soul. Now, heartedly, Means in a way that shows a specified feeling, mood, personality, trait, or kind of heart. Usually used in combination. So, you know, have you ever seen a person that do, you ask him to do something? They, they will do it, but they do it half-heartedly. And then you can ask another person to do the same thing. And they put, I mean, everything in it. Their heart, their mind, their spirit, they put into it. You know, so we want to be obedient heartily as unto the Lord. We want to, you know, we want to not be half-heartedly in our obedience. said, not only are we to obey wholeheartedly, but as parents... We are to teach our children likewise. Now, Deuteronomy 32, 46, and it says, And he said unto them, Set your hearts unto all the words which I testify among you this day, which ye shall command your children to do all the words of this law. So in other words, as parents, we are to teach, we are to instruct. Now the key words in that passage that says, and he said unto them, set your hearts. Now when you consider a person's heart that's being set to obey God's commandment is that first you're going to consider and you're going to commit to obey and and then you have to set your heart. Now when you set your heart, now the heart is the most interior organ. Now the word interior pertaining to the mind or soul or spiritual, the interior life. Now the heart also used figuratively, very widely for the feelings, the will and the intellect. So in other words we are to set our hearts to obey God's man command and the word command means, to give a charge, and to set in order, and if we, if we follow his com- if we follow his command, and and uh, uh, and we are obedient to his command wholeheartedly, you know that things will be set in order. Now, another uh, point I would like to make that walking in obedience is the price of Success. Walking in obedience is the price of success. Joshua 1 and 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. But then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. So walking in obedience is the price of success. And when it comes to obedience, we should be obedient wholeheartedly. Now, obedience also secures entrance into God's kingdom. Matthew seven twenty one. It says, Not everyone that shall that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven so everybody that said that they are saved are not saved everybody that call on the name of the lord you know shall not enter into heaven it says not everyone that saith unto me lord lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven but he that doeth the will of my father which is in heaven and the will of the father which is in heaven is for us to obey his commandments to be obedient to his commandments. Now, obedience is the imperative duty of life. Now, Acts 529. It says, Then Peter said, and the other apostles. Let me start over. And Peter and the apostles. Then Peter and the other apostles said, We ought to obey God rather than man. Then Peter and the other apostles said, We ought to obey God rather than man. See, there will come a time in life where the world or the authority or the government might tell you things that contradict your belief in God's word. So, in a situation like that, just like Peter and the other apostles were saying, you know, of course, they didn't want them to preach any longer in the name of Jesus. So, you know, even though they were given that order, But they said oh no it's better that we obey God than man and God had called them God had anointed them so they were to go forth in his name to preach the gospel sharing the good news so they weren't going to listen to what the government was telling them that they should not preach in the name of Jesus you know the world is trying to set you know an order for the church but the Bible says that this is His church, this is God's church, and that even the very uh, 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 gates of hell shall prevail against it. You know, the people are coming against the church, but the church will stand forever, and the word of the word of God will stand forever. Now, the word imperative means absolutely necessary, requiring. Or, 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 uh, I'm sorry, imperative means absolutely necessary, required. That's what the word means. So obedience is the imperative duty of life, of the nature of or expressing a command. So we have to know that obedience is crucial to obeying God's word when it comes to obedience we should be obedient wholeheartedly walking in obedience is the price of success obedience is secures a entrance into God's kingdom and obedience Is the imperative duty of life. It is required we must obey His commandments and walk in obedience. So we just thank God for the lesson on this evening and at this time I would like to share the gospel, give you the opportunity for those who have not accepted Jesus and made him that personal Savior, if you will pray this prayer with me. Father God, I believe in your Son, Jesus Christ. I believe you gave, I'm sorry about that. I believe that he died, that I might be saved. Jesus, come and live on the inside of me. Wash me with your blood and justify me and fill me with your Holy Spirit. And write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord, my Master, and my Savior. For those that have backslidden, all you need to do is repent, ask the Lord to forgive you, and come home. If you accepted the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior tonight for the first time, let someone know. I am rejoicing with you. The angels in heaven are rejoicing with you because the the angels rejoice over every person that repents on planet Earth. So we just thank God for you. Let someone know. Let your mother know. Let a sibling know. Let a friend know. And for those that Pray the prayer that's in a backslidden state. Just ask the Lord to forgive you and come home. He's married to you, the backslider. That's what the word says, that the Lord is married to the backslider. Don't give up on the Lord. He will never give up on you. You know, the Bible says that no one can pluck us out of his hand, but so many people walk out of his hands. You know, and today, Whatever struggle you're dealing with, God is able to set you free, to deliver, and to make you whole. I mean, you might be struggling with drugs. You might be struggling with gender identity. You might be struggling with, you know, uh, 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 hatred or malice or strife. Whatever it is, God is able to set you free. Just don't lean on your own understanding, but... In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. You don't have to walk around in hatred. You don't have to walk around in unforgiveness. You don't have to walk in fear. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. So be encouraged tonight to walk in obedience. And whatever you do, always tell someone about Jesus because Jesus is Lord.